One, a two, a one. It's time for the Better Horses Radio Show with Ernie Rodina. Saddle up and ride as we explore the Western way of life. Horses and cows, family and friends, a relationship with the land, and a relationship with God. It's all here on Better Horses Radio. Now let's hit the trail with Ernie and his co-host, Don Dawson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, don't touch that golf, folks. It is time to talk horses through Better Horses Radio. So glad that you could join us today and glad to be here. We're all glad to be here. We got the traveling man back with Ron McDaniel today. Isn't it great to see him? Yeah, yeah, I sure sure missed you guys last week, but sure was a good show. So uh, looking forward to another one this week. We are. We uh, Hey, I'm Don Dawson, and we are all here today. And we've got Pastor Steve Stafford with us as well to get this thing started off just right. Are you with us, Pastor Steve? I'm here, and I'm ready to roll. Well, let's roll. Ernie's been rolling along with all his tunes, so <laughs> let's just keep on going. Let's get this going. Hey, folks, you know what? It's always good to be with you as well. I hope you're all doing well. Now, I know that you're all really busy, and it's hard to find time to just sit down and read the scriptures and to pray. So many distractions in the world today, but I want to encourage you today. Don't let the noise of the world keep you from hearing the voice of the Lord. So how do we fight this? Well, I've learned to ask Father God this. Father, what are you wanting to say to me that the enemy doesn't want me to know? So ask the Spirit of God to speak louder than your emotions, your circumstances, your distractions. You know, there's a great story in the Bible. It's about Peter. You know, Jesus is walking on the water. Peter sees him. And Peter says, Lord, if it's you, order me to come to you in the water. And Jesus says, come on. So the scripture tells us that Peter got out of the boat. He started walking on the water. But when he noticed the strong winds, he was frightened and he began to sink. You see, Peter got distracted when he should have kept his focus on Christ He let the world take his eyes off what mattered most, which is Jesus. And when he did that, he began to sink. So if you feel like you're sinking under the pressures of the world today, just look to Jesus. Keep your eyes upon him. Stay focused. The enemy can distract you from your time alone with God, and he can isolate you from the help that comes from God alone. Hey, this is Steve Stafford. I am the pastor at Risen Ranch Cowboy Church and a very proud member of the Better Horses family. Hey, Pastor Steve, thanks once again. We just before we went on the air, I was talking about I had so many irons in the fire and what a what a great devotion. Uh, you either changed it at the last minute because I needed that or that was uh, divine inspiration. And I'm guessing it was divine inspiration. I sure needed to hear that about focusing on the Lord in spite of all the other noise out there. So that's once one again, of my that's, it has to be, Ron, one of my favorite verses. Stay focused. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank you, Pastor Steve. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, guys. Good to be with y'all. All right. You have a good one this weekend at the Big Bull Ride. And if you guys are listening listening to us on Saturday, you can maybe still go to Risen Ranch Cowboy Church and watch their bull riding down there. So, Well, not only that, we'll put you on one if y'all want to come out. We'll, we'll just slip you on, <laughs> on top of one. We'll just see how that works for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's might, do it. That might circle around and come twice. So... <laughs> Yeah, right, Ron. (laughs) Okay, thank you, Pastor Steve. We sure appreciate what you do for us. All right, have a good one. We'll see you next week. All righty. Bye-bye. Risen Ranch Cowboy Church, you guys. You can go to their website, just risenranchcowboychurch.com. Find them on Facebook. They post a lot of stuff. You can find stuff out about the bull riding this weekend if you uh, 
Yeah, get a chance to get down there on Saturday. I know a lot of people don't listen to us till Sunday, but uh, check that out. Just check their schedule. They've always got some fun stuff going on down there. You guys, we've got a great show lined up today. We have some really fun guests. We are going to be talking the Ranch Sorting Association, and uh, yeah. they got their big event coming up. We're going to be talking to their president, Dave Wolf. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, and then we've got uh, a friend of Ernie and I's, and I don't know if, Ron, if you know her or not, probably do, Rusty Walker. She is a local DJ on the 94.5 radio stations, kind of retired and uh, uh, part-time now, but we're going to be talking mounted shooting with her, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Gone? Yeah, Gone. that sure will be. she's still riding that paint horse? Uh, you know, I think she still has Cowboy, but she also has a younger horse that looks a lot like Cowboy. So yeah. uh, we're going to have a fun time talking with Rusty. Yeah, we sure are. You know what time it is right now, though, don't you? You bet we do. It's time for the uh, Better Horses Health Tip of the Week with Better Horses. And uh, so glad to have Kansas State University part of our team on that. It's great to be with them. Great, great school and great resource. So it's great to have that. And I think we're going to be talking about sarcoid. And so we're exci excited about it. Should we go to it right now? Yeah, let's do it. Hello, friends. Ernie Rodina with the Better Horses Radio here with our weekly tip from Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. And we've got today, we've got Dr. Warren Beard, who's a professor of equine surgery at this great school, Kansas State University. Warren, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you, Ernie? Great, great, uh, great to uh, hear you, and and I know you always got us a wealth of information today. What well, we've had a lot of questions about sarcoids and skin tumors. Uh, uh, could you kind of position that with us? Well, sarcoid is by far the most common skin tumor in a horse. Uh, it can occur anywhere on the body. In North America, there's a predilection for the distal limbs, but it can occur in the ears, on the mouth, uh, skin, anywhere. And uh, it can have a variety of appearances. It can be anywhere from just a, a slightly raised black plaque in the skin. They're uh, usually pea-sized to uh, quarter-sized uh, plaques. It can also be what we call a verruca sarcoid, which is a it's a crusty, scaly lesion. It looks like uh, often mistaken for a fungus. And then there's another form that looks like uh, proud flesh. It's just exuberant granulation tissue. And you'd have a suspicion that's what it is on your horse because proud flesh only occurs below the hock and the knee on the limb. So if it's up, if you have proud flesh, on the upper body somewhere, it's far more likely to be a sarcoid. Okay. Well, I tell you, what about, uh, is, is there anything that we should get alarmed about? What do you do? Is it just more or less, uh, uh, something that's cosmetic to take off or what do you do with them? Well, they can keep growing and they can get uh, quite ugly. So we recommend as soon as you detect one of those that you seek out your veterinarian to try to get it removed. There's a lot of treatment options for them. Uh, it can be just surgery alone, where we use the, just to excise them, but there is a propensity for them to return. We can also remove them with a CO2 laser, and we use that many times. Uh, cryosurgery, where we freeze them with liquid nitrogen, is another really good option. Uh, radiation therapy uh, is another option. And then uh, chemotherapy and, and electrochemotherapy. We have a 
new technology here in the hospital to where we actually inject the tumors with chemotherapy and then we apply electrical current across it and that uh, drives the drug into the tumor cells and most results in a much higher kill rate. Well, Doc, we appreciate you bringing us up to date on these sarcoids and uh, and uh, uh, what we can do with them and appreciate everything Kansas State University does for us and the horse owner out there. And I'd urge you to work with your local vet and work with Kansas State University Vet Health Center. And let's get this thing under control. Doc, thanks a million. Thank you. Hey, once again, it's always good to have our friends for the Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center and uh, sharing some more important health tips for us here on Better Horses. Hey, Don, we've got such an amazing show lined up. I can't wait to get into it, but I'm afraid we better take a break real quick. Folks, this is Better Horses Radio. Stay with us. This is your chance to experience a 13-day horse show beginning June 14th to June 24th. 2023 marks 58 years of the Pinto World Championship. With $1 million in cash and prizes, there are no qualifications required to enter. Held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, located at the Ford Livestock Complex, the Pinto World Championship caters to all types of equines. With 700 classes, the Pinto Show welcomes a variety of breeds to compete. It's a family environment and healthy competition. For more information, check out the website PintoWorld.com. Runny nose, cough, fever. It's flu season for humans and horses. Like human flu vaccines, equine flu vaccines must be updated to protect against the flu strains circulating now. Merck Animal Health's flu-containing vaccines include the most current flu strains, protecting your horse from illness and time mistraining because of it. Talk with your veterinarian about Prestige flu vaccines and learn more about the science of advanced protection at prestigevaccines.com. We're here for the hardworking, the resilient. We're for the people who measure their days by what needs to get done, not by hours. Where kids learn responsibility at a young age and generations work side by side. Where work doesn't pause for holidays or bad weather. It just gets harder. Where value and hard work means more than the clothes you wear. We're Kleinschmidt's Western Store, Higginsville, Missouri. Routine dental examination and treatments are essential for high quality horse care. To prevent potential problems, a horse's mouth should be examined at least once a year. I'm Dr. Chris Blevins, equine field service veterinarian at Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. We can examine the mouth and provide a treatment plan to meet the needs of each client and their horse. Visit us at ksvhc.org, the Veterinary Health Center, to discover, to teach, to heal. We're back. Thanks for listening to Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. And I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. And we are back and we've got a great guest coming up brought to you by Merck Animal Health. Go to their website, MerckAnimalHealth.com, just like that, M-E-R-C-K, and find out all the products that they have. We focus on a couple of their warmers, Safeguard and Panicure because they are important to your horse's welfare. So check with your vet about what types of warmers you use, what time during the year, and which ones work best for you and your horse. And uh, of course, we always want you to check with your vet and have that fecal test done and don't just worm for what you think might need to be done. So check it out, MerckAnimalHealth.com. Hey folks, I'll tell you what, I had one of the best times in my life on horseback as far as riding that, uh, would have been 10, 12 years ago, 
in the Ranch Sorting National Championships down in Ardmore. Probably one of the last times we were down there, wasn't it, though? But just a great association. And we got the guy on here right now that helped get it started. And and him, and I say he helped get it started, him. And and uh, as far as uh, his partner, they, they worked on it and just did a super job. I'm not going to take up any more of the time because you you got to hear this. And, folks, this is a great event. And what I like about it, it the horsemanship, they really got that in it. And uh, just a great time to be a member of the Ranch Sorting National Championships, now owned by Cinch, which has been good. So with no more further ado, I'm going to bring on Dave Wolf. This is the first time you've been here, but it's, uh, it's long overdue, Dave. Dave, welcome to Better Horses Radio. Well, Ernie, thank you for having me back. I, I love your show, your radio show, and and uh, it's always a pleasure to be able to spread the word about the sport of branch sorting. Well, you can listen to it out there, folks. If you like cutting, you like horsemanship, you like ranch stuff, this is the this is the event for you. And so, Dave, have at it. We're glad you got uh, you're on uh, Better Horses Radio, Dave. Dave Wolf. Yes, sir. Well, um, I tell you what, it's it's uh, it's a fun and exciting sport, and I, there's nobody better than me that can tell you about it because I've been doing it for 20 years now and traveling all across the country, uh, producing and promoting and and uh, participating in the sport of round sorting. As a matter of fact, I'm on my way home from Sioux Falls, South Dakota today, and I'm up here north of Lusk, Wyoming, out in the middle of nowhere. I had to drive for the last 50 miles to get one bar on my phone so I could pull over and talk to you guys. <laughs> well, we're just tickled, tickled to death you did. Hey, Dave, talk talk to us about the tremendous growth you've seen uh, in terms of participation regarding ranch sorting. Well, this thing started in 2007, and uh, we started in Ponca City, Oklahoma. We had a little club put together there, and we decided to promote just the sport of ranch sorting and we had about 700 teams at our first finals in punk city oklahoma we thought we hit a home run and we outgrew punk city right away in the first couple of years we moved down to ardmore oklahoma we had about 14 1500 teams there for a couple of years and we outgrew that so we moved to oklahoma city and my gosh in oklahoma city we had about 4,000 teams and then we finally found a home in fort worth texas and we've been in Fort Worth, I think, now for 10 years. And my gosh, guys, last year at our World Finals in Fort Worth, we had over 9,000 teams. Uh, so that's a little bit about the growth of the sport of ranch sorting. Well, but let's let our listeners know that may not know what ranch sorting is. What exactly is the competition? What goes on with these? That's that's real real easy for me to describe for you. There's two round pins, and they're connected uh, with about a 12-foot opening between the two of them. And so it looks like a figure eight, two circles side by side with a 12-foot opening between the two of them. Each circle is about 50 feet across. And in one circle, you put 11 head of cattle, and you number them zero through nine, and then there's one blank cow that does not have a number. Two riders enter the other round pin and come up to that center point between the two and cross that line. And at that point, a judge drops his flag and starts a clock. 
and they give you a number. Let's say they give you the number three. One of the riders goes in the herd and sorts the number three out of that herd and sends him to the other round pin. And then he gets the four, the five, the six, the seven, the eight, the nine, the zero, one, two. So there's 10 cows to sort. The reason there's 11 is so when you get to the 10th cow, you have something to sort it off of. And it's a one minute time limit. And the most cattle sorted in the fastest time wins the game. That's the nuts and bolts of the game. There's a couple things that'll mess you up. One is if the cows come across out of order. In other words, if you're supposed to get three, then four, but the five goes across first, that's a no time. Or if cows come back across the line from the other round pin, that's a no time. Or if you hit or bump into the cattle, uh, no roughing is allowed in the sport. That's also a no time. But other than that, most cattle sorted fast time wins the game. You know, Dave, uh, like an attorney, a fellow shouldn't ask a question that he doesn't know the answer to. But I, I think I know the answer to this. Uh, talk to us about the beginner. Uh, is what kind? Is this the sport that you would encourage beginners that maybe can ride a horse, but maybe they and their horse have not done any kind of cattle work before, and they're kind of looking for something to get into? Yes, sir. Absolutely, and that's. That's the single largest reason why our sport has grown so fast and gotten so popular. Uh, we have a rating system, one to nine, just like in team roping. But our number one uh, is a beginner rider. And we call that rider a grandma on a trail horse. Uh, if she can ride a horse down the trail, she can ranch sort. And it's just that basic because we even have what we call a Western Heritage class. And in the Western Heritage class, you can't get out of a trot. You have to sort those cattle quiet. You can't shout and holler at them. And you, you got to stay in a walk or a trot to sort the cattle. And it's become one of our largest, most popular classes because it's a great way to warm your horse up for the competition ahead at, at a faster rate of speed. And the cattleman and, oh, let's say the rancher loves that class because that is exactly what they do on the ranch. Slow and quiet, ease your way through the herd and the cattle and sort them out. And my gosh, it's, it's a fun class. And, and all of our contestants, top to bottom, uh, ride that class. Well, you can imagine somebody that's, that's never worked cattle in a little 50-foot round pen getting in there and trying to sort cows out. The great thing about the sport is if you miss the cow, all you got to do is turn around and he's right there in front of you or behind you and you take another shot at it. It's not like it's in a full arena, 300 feet down the arena and the cow goes off to the other end of the arena. It's a confined controlled area and it's, it's made for new people that have never worked cattle to get in there and learn how to read and work cattle. Yep. You know, uh, I, I've watched your uh, national championship several years ago. We were talking about that before we went on air. And I came back home and I've, I've got grandkids and some of them don't ride a lot, but they want to come out and do something with me. And they wanted to do more than ride. And I just mimicked what y'all were doing. And these kids that could barely sit on their horse had the best time trying to bring <laughs> cattle out. 
And like you said, we got them there in a, in a pen. If they get away, it's not like when we're doing the job in the corral and trying to get cattle worked and you get hollered at. If they get by you, we laugh about it and we just try it again. So what a great sport, Dave. And tell us, uh, speaking of your national championships, tell us about the dates of that uh, that's coming up once again. Uh, yes, sir. It's June 10th through the 17th at Will Rogers Memorial Center in Fort Worth. Uh, one of the beautiful facilities in the country, and uh, we're proud to be there. We're going to have, uh, well, we might top 10,000 teams at this year's World Finals. We've, we opened the stall list up day one. We sold over 1,000 stalls on the first day. We opened the RVs up on day two. We booked all of the RVs on the facility, and uh, it's going to be a humdinger. It'll be a really big event. Dave, is this something that you have to qualify for? Uh, to, to compete in the world finals, you have to have attended five sanctioned shows throughout the year. So, yes, you must qualify to attend the finals. Anybody can attend it. <laughs> uh, tell our listeners where they can get information about the Ranch Sorting National Championships and how they might go about getting qualified. Dawn, I think you looked that up before we started. Well, you can go to their website, uh, www.rsncus. Uh, .us, rnc.us, the website, everything's on there. And, you know, I know that you guys have Western states and Eastern states uh, competitions. Uh, There's competitions clear across the United States everywhere. This thing has gotten huge. And for, I know, I know we've all participated in it. Ernie and I have both competed in it at different levels and absolutely love it. If you have never tried it, it's something that you need to try to do. It is fun. Really a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's a great time, and uh, what what a good way, I mean, to get in and get the chance to work cattle and things like that. It's just been a lot of fun. I'd urge you folks all to look into becoming a member and uh, and uh, uh, getting in this show. You bet. We would love to welcome anybody into the sport. In fact, all new members have a free membership. All you got to do is go on that website, rsnc.us, check us out. We'll send you a free membership. It has a calendar. Of all of the events all across the United States, we have over 450 sanctioned shows across the United States. So there's got to be one close to you somewhere. And right now, Ernie, we're over 33,000 members in wow. the Asian Sport of Ranch Sorting. Well, you, you've done a great job, you and your team, Dave, uh, as far as uh, uh, getting getting this sorting thing going. And it's really uh, what's really neat about it is it has a lot of finesse, a lot of uh, uh, to get in there and compete at that level. If you're in the area, if you're near Fort Worth, I would encourage you check out their national championships in June. If you think this is a sport you might be interested in, I could almost assure you after you go watch, after you see the excitement, after you see how much fun families are having together a horseback, this will be something you'll want to consider. And how can you beat a free membership? Right here on Better Horses Radio, we got a free membership for them, dog. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head, folks. It's, you hit the nail on the head as far as it's a great organization to get in, get involved, get the family involved. And uh, I, I, you might not be able to compete this year in the championships, but it's worth going down there and meeting the folks, watching it, and saying, hey, this is something I want to be involved in. You bet. We'd love to have you all. Anybody that wants to come, obviously there's no tickets or nothing like that. Just stop in and say hi. Introduce yourself to me. I'll be there all week and uh, I look forward to seeing anybody. 
And folks, that's Dave Wolf, president of the Cinch Ranch Sorting Association. Dave, thank you so much for being part of Better Horses Radio today. Thank all of you guys. We really appreciate you. We got we to gotta get you on before uh, the next year, get you on again and to promote that. It's a great, great sport, great family sport. I'd urge you to kind of go and check it out. Awesome. All right. Thanks, you guys. Hey, we probably better take a break. Hey, folks, this is Better Horses Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening to Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. And I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. And our next guest is brought to you by Kleinschmitz. They're over in Higginsville, Missouri. If you drive through I-70 through Missouri, you have gone right by them on the north side of the highway. It's a beautiful store. You've got to stop by. They are amazing. Their customer service is wonderful. They have everything you could ever imagine in that great big store. So go to Klein Booth. That's K-L-E-I-N boot.com and check it out hey don what a treat it is to have the guest you got for us today and uh she's she's a legend a living legend in 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 radio a lot of people know a lot of people are going to be excited that got a chance to hear again this week so uh i'll tell you what yeah, we, uh, you know, Ernie, you're you're so right. We're all thrilled to have her. Our next guest is Rusty Walker. She's yeah. very well known in here in the Kansas area. You guys out across the country and worldwide uh, may not <clears throat> know who she is, but she's a local DJ. And uh, she's got she's earned awards like the best radio personality, different things like that. But we're talking about cowboy cowboy mounted shooting today. And uh, she's very successful with that as well. She's a 2021 World Championship APHA mounted shooter down at uh, was it at Tulsa? I think down at Fort Worth, Fort Worth. And uh, she's very involved with it. And I got to tell you that, you know, we haven't ever talked about mounted shooting in what are 18 years, uh, Ernie, on the radio. And so we decided we needed to get on this topic. And Brianna is actually the one who suggested maybe we talk about it because she came across some stuff and was interested in it as well. So we're talking mounted shooting. And, you know, Rusty, I know you've done a lot of other uh, shooting. You're uh, part of the, uh, what is the cowboy shooting it's uh, the association is called SAS single action shooting society. Action. So yeah, but it's a uh, cowboy kind of stand and deliver with that sport. You actually do shoot uh, real bullets at metal targets, uh, cowboy mounted shooting. The most common question I think I get is how is that safe for you to do? And, and if I come watch, am I in danger of being shot? And the answer is no, not it's relatively safe <laughs> for everyone involved, but, uh, what we're shooting, everybody has to shoot the same type of gun and the competition organizers provide the ammo. So you don't bring your own ammo. And that way we, make sure that everybody has exactly the same. So we're shooting uh, 45 long Colts. And again, these are single action, the old cowboy guns from the 1890s, where you have to pull back the hammer with your thumb and then your trigger finger, of course, in the trigger. And uh, we short, we shoot the 45 long Colts, like I said, so the, uh, the people that put on the competition provide the ammo. And what we're shooting out of that 45 long Colt is just black powder. There's no projectile. A lot of people think, oh, there's walnut shell in there or something else, but it's not, which makes it uh, relatively safe. However, if you 
if you research cowboy mounted shooting, you'll see some shots of fire actually coming out of our revolvers. And that's true. So if we shot ourselves in the leg or the arm, we would catch on fire. And if you shot the back of your horse's head, he would hate you forever and probably never let you do it again, (laughs) but, um, but probably nothing fatal. So it's, it's a fun, exciting sport to participate in and to watch. Well, I think that the biggest question that we all have, I mean, because it's a, it's a loud sport. There's a lot of loud noises out there. How in the world do you get a horse settled down and willing to accept all these loud shots? That's a great question. And Ernie knows the horse that I ride. His name is Cowboy. And I've had him. He turns 24 this year. And I've had him since he was three, the big black and white horse. And Ernie, we've been on a couple of trail rides together where uh, Cowboys run back to camp without me because he was just being a, a... a turd bucket and would just dump me for no reason. So when a friend of mine said, why don't you, you you cowgirled up and came right back in (laughs) it. I would walk all the way back to camp and crawl back on that son of a gun and say, gosh, darn it. That's exactly what I say. Shoot. I, I got dismounted. (laughs) (laughs) He's a pretty horse. He's a pretty horse. And I, I just, I was so in love with that horse. I've had him for such a long time, but with my background in single action shooting, uh, you already have the skills of gun handling. So a friend said, Hey, why don't you try mounted shooting? And I said, not on my horse. I I'd rather just take a trip to the moon in a rocket because that's (laughs) he's going (laughs) to dump me. He will never accept I, in my, I thought he would never accept uh, the gunfire fire, but I uh, teamed up with a guy named Ross Yorty from Alma, Kansas, and he put on a clinic. And this is the what they did. You start on your horse at one end of the arena and in between you and, and every other new horse is an experienced horse with an experienced rider. At the opposite end of the arena, you have a clinician just shooting the blanks into the ground. Now the horse immediately is going to jump because it's a startling noise. However, if they're right next to on either side, flanked on either side by experienced horses, those mounted shooting horses are going to remain calm and the herd instinct takes over. And I kid you not, I was shooting off my horse, the horse that has dumped me. I can't tell you how many times just for the fun of it in 15 minutes. Wow. In 15, the herd, this, to train a horse like that is the most humane way to get a horse used to fire because you're training them that there's nothing to be afraid of. Uh, some people train by shooting around their horse, uh, you know, uh, a lot of times, and that gets them just used to it. But what you usually do there is you're tr- teaching your horse how to deal with his fear and then accept the fire. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. But with the herd instinct, you are teaching them there is nothing to be afraid of. Um, And then in a clinic like that, then we start moving our horses, keep their feet moving. And the experienced rider will be on the inside of the arena. The uh, new horse will be on the outside of the arena uh, or next to the rail. I'm sorry. And uh, they'll be riding tandem pretty much. And the experienced person will shoot into the interior of the arena. If your horse bolts, the only place he's going to go is into the rail or forward. And, and you can handle that. If you're going, if you want to get into cowboy mounted shooting, you should be able to handle that pretty well. The other thing that it takes for a horse is a neck rein. Um, and I have never, cause you're using one hand to work the guns and uh, your other hand, you need to steer them obviously. 
And with my horse, the first year was me trying to get a better handle on his neck reining. Um, but he, he caught on and I asked some clinicians and some trainers to help me with my neck reining and my feet. And, uh, then we were off to the races. Literally we were, we were competing and, and winning in CMSA, which is the original association for cowboy mounted shooting. You know, uh, I, Rusty, I saw an exhibition at the art of the cowgirl a few years ago and got to witness what you just said. And so my hat's off to you and all the volunteers with the cowboy mounted shooting association. They took some ladies and some horses there that just like you said, had not been exposed to mounted shooting. And those ladies were shooting right there in the arena before we left, uh, getting them used to the balloons flapping. Yep. Uh, it's almost like, uh, a combination of uh, pole bending, barrel racing with some uh, gunfire thrown in there. It, <laughs> That's uh, exactly what we do. We say that we take the pole bending and the barrel racing up to a next level. We add some yeah. guns and balloons to it. And I tell you, a lot of horses deal fine with the gunfire. Fire. They actually will shy more at the balloons. Yeah, the um, balloons blowing a little bit. And, uh, and, and yet to see how quickly those horses, when they are surrounded by folks who knew how to get this done. Like you just mentioned, uh, it was such a pleasure to watch those folks adopt and, and watch their horses adopt. So um, talk to us a little bit about the gun that you use for those folks who may not know what single action is. Talk about that. And the fact that women can do it just as well as men. I will tell you, Ron, I think women are better suitors than men because we have better eye hand coordination. And we sit, we tend to uh, have better um, attention um, uh, awareness. <laughs> a lot of guys will be going along and oh, la la squirrel, but women keep their eye on the on the target. Uh, no pun intended there. So the the single action is the old cowboy guns, the old revolvers, if you will. And you, they're the mechanics of them. It's a very simple device, actually, but you have to pull back the uh the hammer which is kind of on the top of the gun with your thumb where your thumb would be and that moves the bullet into the chamber and then once you pull the trigger then the pin fires hits the primer on the bullet and makes the explosion happen and of course with um cowboy mounted shooting we shoot certified blanks so it is a safe um sport to be a part of now i Don, earlier you were talking about it. It's how it's loud. I always use ear protection with my horses. Some people don't. I do. Um, and I use ear protection myself because I want to keep my hearing as long as I can. Um, and the association CMSA requires that you wear uh, chaps or chinks um, just for safety. Also, if you shot your leg, you know, that's going to be another barrier of that fire to keep you, keep you safe. Um, but you know, when I talk about cowboy mountain shooting, everybody goes, whoa, look at you. I really am kind of a glorified uh, trot and pop. I am not a, a really fast shooter. And that's okay with me. Um, I, I just get the kick out of popping the balloon with my gun and pretending like I'm Annie Oakley's long lost, you know, great, great, great granddaughter. <laughs> and I yeah, but you're, you're efficient and smooth and slow, smooth and efficient makes for good times more yes. than fast and out of control. And yeah. I mean, in, in whatever event. And so the way you do it is more correct and will win more than the others. And I have to say that the very first time I ever watched a mounted shooting demonstration 
I was not, I did not appreciate the non-horsemanship part of it. That's changed. Yes. And uh, that, and a lot of events go through that where, you know, they get started and things aren't quite, you know, really couth, but it has completely come full circle to where these are very well-trained horses, very quality horses. And uh, that it's just amazing to see how, you know, a horse, how they love the job. They're so into it. Well, I think that was the difference with my big cowboy. He never really had a job. I trail rode, I pushed cattle with him, I blah, 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 blah. And once he found out, hey, this is my job, this is what I want to do. I tell you what, he will stand there next to the speakers. And a lot of times I used to MC at the shows too. So we have to have some pump and rock and roll music going on. And Cowboy was sitting there with his lip dropped down and he's half asleep. And then I go and get on him and I, I put the earplugs in him and he's like, oh, it's time to go to work. And then he gives me his heart and we run that pattern and it might take us 20, 30 seconds, whatever, come back. I pull out his earplugs. He drops his head. He takes a nap. <laughs> um, one thing I do, I'm so proud of my fellow cowboys and cowgirls is our horses are 99% of them. If you watch them, they walk calmly into the arena and then that you circle and then you do your pattern and they are all out. They are just, you know, running and gunning. And then they come back, stop, relax, walk out. There's a few of them that get kind of silly in the head, you know, and get uh, gate shy and what, but very, very few of them. Most of them are all around horses that they go home and, and, and these cowboys and cowgirls push cattle with them and trail ride with them. And, you know, they're just an all around horse. So I'm very proud of, of the association and, and what we expect from our, our mounts. And the association has gotten really big across the country. Huge. This is a huge deal going on clear across the country. You just uh, were MC at a big event down at the Lazy E. Yes, that was uh, something that I loved from a, a DJ point of view and a cowgirl point of view to be able to DJ and announce at the Lazy E. So that was super awesome. Um, and, and the other thing is there's a new association. It's not just CMSA anymore. Now there's also an association called USMS and they do uh, the mounted shooting on flights like a barrel race. So you have the fastest runner and then you take it down each division and um, which is wonderful because I get out there and I kind of play my game and I usually fall um, with cowboy two and three D um, I've got a new Philly I'm training and weekend before last, she picked up every check in four D and, um, and she was slow, but she's loping the pattern and, and she's only four years old. She's doing awesome. Yeah, the, the divisional format in so and well now into breakaway even uh, it's yeah. huge. The divisional format and it's very beneficial. Let's anybody join in on the fun. Yeah, it is. It is so very much fun. Now, Rusty, do you ever use a rifle and shoot with a rifle? That's a good question. There is a classes now for rifle and shotgun. So, uh, shotgun. What you do with both long guns? You come in and you shoot. shoot your first five, I should tell you, there's 10 balloons out, usually of two different colors. Um, the first five, even though your guns hold six uh, bullets, we only load five. We put the hammer down on an empty. So it's a safe gun. And then, so there is a gun exchange in the middle of this running this pattern. And there's 70 different patterns. So it's not like you can learn it a barrel race and know, you know, where you're heading and where you're supposed to yield and turn and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot going on out there, 
but with the long guns, you put, you shoot your first five, and then usually you round a rundown barrel and then head for home. And with shotgun, you have two clusters you have to clean. One cluster is just two balloons. The other cluster is a cluster of five balloons. So you have two shotguns. Um, I use a, a coach shotgun and a single trigger, which is a lot easier. Now the rifle Whoo, babe, that is a whole nother story. I have not had the guts to try the rifle because the rundown, you pull out your long gun, you've got five targets to hit with a long gun. You drop the reins and there you go to town. <laughs> now, some associations say you have to have uh, some type of control, one hand on a rein or a finger or something like that. But uh, don't quote me on that. Again, I, I don't have the guts to even read the rules yet is <laughs> I have so much admiration for these cowboys and girls girls that do this. It's they're just fun and we're hooting and hollering acting fools and rooting them on uh, the whole way. Well, I really wanted to get into some of the terms that you guys use. You've hit on quite a few of them. I, I get I get a tickle out of listening to you guys all talk. And, you know, somebody missed the slip hammer today, uh, oh, yeah, last weekend, did. and then different things like that. Yep. Uh, or they slipped their hammer. I don't yep. know what it was. They were riding hammer horse. I don't know. <laughs> but there's a lot of fun stuff goes on. And we sure do appreciate you coming on, Rusty, and telling hey, us Rusty. all about mounted shooting. Well, thank you so much. I'm on Facebook. And uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, the associations are easy to find cmsaevents.com and then usms2020.com. Uh, and they can put you in the right direction for an association club near you. Great having you on the show, Rusty. I love you guys so much. It's good to see you, Ernie, Don, and Ron. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, thank you, Rusty. We've sure enjoyed having you. We'll get you back. And uh, folks, I know you want us to get Rusty back and hear more about this. You've been listening to Better Horses Radio. Stay with us. This is your chance to experience a 13-day horse show beginning June 14th to June 24th. 2023 marks 58 years of the Pinto World Championship. With $1 million in cash and prizes, there are no qualifications required to enter. Held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, located at the Ford Livestock Complex, the Pinto World Championship caters to all types of equines. With 700 classes, the Pinto Show welcomes a variety of breeds to compete. It's a family environment and healthy competition. For more information, check out the website PintoWorld.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Dylan Luter, a specialist in equine performance medicine at the Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. Our new service focuses on lameness diagnosis, advanced imaging, physical therapy, and regenerative medicine for horses with injuries preventing them from performing at their best. We can treat a variety of conditions and design a customized rehabilitation plan to meet the needs of each client and their horse. Visit us at ksvhc.org, the Veterinary Health Center, to discover, to teach, to heal. Hi, I'm Tommy with Heritage Tractor. Whether you're looking to maintain your yard or your whole ranching operation, Heritage Tractor has John Deere mower and tractor packages that make work fly by. With a variety of horsepower and attachment configurations, we have a package to best fit your needs and budget. To learn more about these exclusive packages, visit us in-store or online at HeritageTractor.com. Legendary products, extraordinary service, that's our heritage.
Established in 1956, the Pinto Horse Association of America was formed to welcome all types of equines and maintain their show records and pedigrees. PTHA currently has over 88,000 members with 157,000 registered Pintos. There are currently three separate registries, the Color Registry, the Solid Registry, and the Long Ear Registry. We welcome all levels of competition within a family-friendly environment. Become a member, register, and add value to your horse. For more information, check out the website Pinto World. World.com. Runny nose, cough, fever. It's flu season for humans and horses. Like human flu vaccines, equine flu vaccines must be updated to protect against the flu strains circulating now. Merck Animal Health's flu-containing vaccines include the most current flu strains, protecting your horse from illness and time mistraining because of it. Talk with your veterinarian about prestige flu vaccines and learn more about the science of advanced protection at prestigevaccines.com. We're here for the hardworking, the resilient. We're for the people who measure their days by what needs to get done, not by hours. Where kids learn responsibility at a young age and generations work side by side. Where work doesn't pause for holidays or bad weather. It just gets harder. Where value and hard work means more than the clothes you wear. We're Kleinschmidt's Western Store, Higginsville, Missouri. It's time to go with United Mosquito and Fly Control's premier fly system for fly control in your barn. Providing relief for horses from the stress of fighting flies. And also makes a barn more pleasant for everyone in the barn. Easy, effective, and safe. With United Mosquito and Fly Control, we provide a full service. You as the barn owner don't have to do anything. We go everywhere and take care of everything with our friendly, fast service. Call today at 913-558-3814 or email paul at unitedmosquito.com. It's time to fall into forage and save. Stanley Premium Western Forage is offering one of the biggest promotions of the year. Buy any three Stanley products and get $5 off. Stanley Premium Western Forage offers the highest quality premium forage from the Western United States. During the summer months, Stanley's farm employees carefully nurture and harvest their fields to make sure the forage meets their product specifications and exceed your quality standards. Winter is coming. Get prepared now with the help of Stanley Premium Forage. Visit stanleyforage.com coupons to download your coupon now. Now. Hey, we're back. This is Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. And I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. And our next segment is brought to you by Heritage Tractor. Go to heritagetractor.com, check out their website. They've got several dealers around the area, and it doesn't matter what part of the country you're in. Heritage can ship to you no matter what. So go to heritagetractor.com. They have John Deere's. And I, you know, Ernie and Ron, I've got John Deere's at my house. Love them. Great, great organization. They've supported Better Horses for years, still support us, and want a big, big shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, and a big congratulations to uh, Ken Wagner, who will be retiring permanently coming up in uh, in the near future. So uh, great, great company to work with. and and a great product they sell. Yeah, we, we, we love all our sponsors. I want to single out one other before we wrap the show up. The American International Charlet Association. Uh, they're part of Better Horses and Better Cattle when you hear those segments. And we just wanted to thank them for coming alongside Better Horses in our Better Cattle segments. Well, this was quite a show, Don. We've got some other things going on as well. Hey, I tell you what, we got an unbelievable event coming up. We're talking about the 8th of July at the Ballin store in Ballin, Kansas. 
It's going to be, we're talking about uh, probably about an hour west of Kansas City in the beautiful Flint Hills. We got Jerry Diaz and his family. We're talking about Stacy and his son, Nicholas. It's going to be out at the Volen store, putting a tremendous evening. Uh, there'll be music, there'll be food, you name about it. It's going to be out there. Last year, they had 600 people show up and we didn't even advertise it. And so it's going to be a really a great uh, event this year. Again, coming back for the second time. And we're talking about Jerry Diaz and uh, Jerry Diaz and his family. That's right. Go to the volunstore.com. Voland is a town of about five people and I'm maybe not even that many, but it is cool because the old general store there at Voland has been redone by Jerry and Patty Reese who have put it on uh, it's national it's on the national historic register. And it's uh, they're just doing some crazy cool stuff out there uh, during the Jerry Diaz event. There's going to be mariachi bands. There's going to be food. There's going to be art in the building. It is really cool. You guys want to go see it. It is in smack dab in the middle of the Flint Hills in part of the, the prettiest part of the Flint Hills there is. So go to the volunstore.com, find them on Facebook as well and see all about the equine extravaganza july 8th mark your calendar and join us out there's going to be nothing more beautiful than a summer evening out there and i miss just the atmosphere is just tremendous so bring your family and uh we'll get the uh we don't have the cost down yet but we'll get you with a ticket price but uh and also let me remind you to uh when you do come bring a lawn chair oh good point Real quick, I want to mention that Art of the Cowgirls Montana Gathering is coming up. It is going to be uh, June 2nd through the 4th. You guys need to put that on your calendar. They're also going to be doing a gathering in Oklahoma as well. So go to artofthecowgirl.com and see everything they have going on. Hey, Ernie, can you believe it's that time already? I hate it. I tell you what, I always say it's been a blast, folks. And thank you for tuning in to the Better Horses Radio Show. And we always appreciate you getting on and appreciate the support you have for Better Horses Radio. I want to do a shout out to Charlie Hughes for praying for you, Charlie. Charlie Clark, Aaron Dunbar, Phil Haugen, Brandon Palaska, Bob Pelletieri, Greg Brenneman, all you buckaroos and buckarets. Don, you got some people you want to shout out to? Uh, just Jeff, J.D., Carmen, Justin, Hattie, you guys be good. How about you, Ron? I just want to shout out all of you that tuned in this week. Tell your friends about it. And thanks so much for listening to Better Horses Radio. Until next week, you're talking to Ernie Rudina. I'm Ron McDaniel. And I'm Don Dawson. Happy trails. And be sure to ride for the brand. Mm-hmm.